0: Yeah. Uh huh. Hardly home, but always repping.
1: Welcome back, episode forty of the No Clue podcast.
2: We are back, episode forty, back from our all-star break.
1: Yep. I'm Mike, by the way
2: and I'm Tyler. Welcome. Um all right, as usual, let's get it. Sports. Um and for those who don't listen to us all the time, if you just want to listen to the music portion, just fast forward to the 1 oh, hour yeah. mark. True. Yeah, cuz I've had people say that like, you know, we I don't really know much about sports. Yeah, just fast forward to the 1 hour and you hear our music segment, so. Um all right, man. All star weekend. How was it? What'd you think?
1: So, did you watch all three nights?
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: I, I will be honest with you. I didn't watch Sunday night.
2: Okay. It wasn't much to watch. Jake Cole That's... was the best part of the night.
1: Yeah. I-, I saw his performance on YouTube. It looked pretty cool.
2: He's one of the best parts of Saturday night.
1: <laughs> I completely agree with you. I- I'll say this I enjoyed Friday. I liked Friday. You know, it's kind of they kept it real fun. The yeah. the celebrity game had a lot of, like, cool moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Ray Allen was doing work. Quavo was doing work. Uh, famous Los was having fun. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not really, like, a serious game, and they treat it as not a serious game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I never gave a fuck about the, uh, you know, rookie-sophomore game, as I still call it.
2: Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to not call it that. Still, I mean, yeah. they're like a
1: low grade version of the All Star Game. Are they not?
2: Really low. I w- I wouldn't even get it that much credit because some some of the World guys, no disrespect to the World, but they're not <laughs> even. They wouldn't make the normal rookie sophomore challenge rosters. Yeah, like um, what's the dude from Minnesota's name? A Kobe. Yeah, he wouldn't make the rookie sophomore game normally. Based off his class, it's just you know you know what I'm saying. It is like yeah, before it used to really be the all stars of the each class, but now it's just you know whoever feels like playing.
1: Right, <laughs> from and the like there there yeah. never felt like a moment when the game meant anything. Obviously, so it just it was kind of boring.
2: Yeah, the best one ever was the. um Hardaway and Waiters show Oh, out. yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was, when they great. were
1: going at it.
2: Yeah.
1: They need more of that. Like, they need to just... It doesn't have to be that the game is competitive, but I need more, like, guys going at each other. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like they're having too much fun where it's just open layup, open dunk, open shot. Like, they're not even playing.
2: Yeah cd osman probably wouldn't have made it knox oh no, yeah knox would have made it he would have made it but yeah it's not it really wasn't that many rookies in it this time right not much it was just what knox uh trey and bagley the only rookies on the u.s yeah and then Doncic, ayton gilgis alexander I don't know who Rodian's Rhodey, Karooks is, but... Uh...
1: <laughs> made his way out safe, there somehow.
2: Safe to say he wouldn't have made the rookie-sophomore game either. But right. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it too, though. It was fun. It was still fun to watch with those guys. I like seeing the different guys play together. I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, um, that that's what it was always kind of for, was just to showcase the, the up-and-coming guys yeah So uh, But I don't know man Like it just never really Captured my attention Cause I watch enough NBA To To know who the young Up and coming guys are
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't need the game To like Like Kuzma going off Doesn't impress me Cause I know he could do that
2: Right He does that Against the Stars Right all the time. Yeah I got you
3: Yeah okay. I
1: mean Friday was good Good little intro day
3: hmm
1: um saturday i guess for saturday we should go event by event
2: oh wait r- real quick to the celebrity game i still wish they would pick celebrities that were like actually good at sports though like i wish i wish they could make the celebrity game slightly more competitive where it was like yeah like dr oz has no business <laughs> has no business playing basketball at all <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what i'm saying yeah they need to get more of those like entertainer like famous los is such a perfect fit
2: he was a perfect fit like and quavo is great you know if two chains wanted to play two chains would be good like when t remember when t.o used to play he
1: used to eat
2: yeah that's what i want i don't want to see dr oz out there man and i like dr oz but i don't want to see him play basketball ever again the property brothers were out there last year trash uh, <laughs> yeah
1: they'd be getting some random ass people in there
2: <laughs> i liked that they had the um waffle house hero i liked the other dude that was cool right but the other this actual celebrities that aren't athletic at all i'll pass because it's no it's not entertaining seeing them out there running around you know
1: yeah they just need to find ways and and to be honest, you, it goes for practically every event, but they need to find a way to make it a little more competitive. Yeah. Just so there, there's more of a draw, at least for for a viewer on TV. I know like, going to All-Star Weekend is awesome, but watching it on TV, like there's just no stakes. It, just no, it doesn't really matter.
2: Yeah, I think there should be tryouts for the Celebrity Game. That would be mm, fun.
1: That would be interesting.
2: You got to make the team. And yeah, I get, I get like, current NBA – I mean, current athletes can't play. Like, I, I understand Mahomes can't play. Like, it wouldn't make sense, right? He's at the yeah. top of his game. He'd go out there and, you know, break an ankle and it's over. But, you know, T.O., I don't know why he doesn't play anymore. Ocho Cinco, he should be out there.
1: I feel like they update the rosters or something. They probably <laughs> switch it up. After a couple years, they try to keep like, – you know, add new players –
2: yeah, but I'm I'm just saying, like, overall, it should be some guys who have been athletes in the past, not yeah. people who have actually touched the basketball for the first time in the celebrity game. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, Saturday.
1: So one of the more fun uh, skills challenges I've seen.
2: Yeah, with the half-court shots. Obviously, the different.
1: ending was insane.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if I liked it, but I'll take it.
1: Um, yeah that was one of those like crazy like park moments When you're yeah. playing like knockout or something And just some, somebody does something wild like that
2: Yeah it was so crazy it kind of made me mad But then I was like okay yeah that was funny It was f- so funny it was annoying at one point for me But it was fun The, the whole challenge was fun I really like the bigs thing now It's cool um, Even though some bigs like really aren't bigs yeah. That's cool. Like, wasn't Doncic in the bigs?
1: Some Yeah, awkwardly.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. Cause, I
1: mean, they put him... 2K has him at, like, small forward or something. Right. So, but...
2: Yeah. No, man, okay. it was
1: a good. I liked it. It was fun. They actually, like, that was one of the few events to me that was competitive.
2: Oh, it was, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And I will say my favorite event was the three-point contest.
2: Okay,
1: and I'm a little biased because I'm, you know, I'm a basketball fan, so I always like watching the shooters go at it. Mm-hmm. But the co- the contest had a good energy to it.
2: Yeah, it did. It you did. know
1: what I mean? There was the Cur- like the Curry brothers hype. Um, mm-hmm. Kemba kind of was a letdown, but then you had the shocker Joe Harris just absolutely kill it.
2: Yeah, Buddy and Joe making it to the finals was just you know.
1: Yeah, I really thought I really thought when Curry got that little hot streak at the end of the first round. Yeah. I thought like, damn, he's hot. Like it's over for the all these other guys.
2: I did too. I did. But sure. but
1: Joe hung in there, man. He had a good final round.
2: Oh, uh, Dirk being in it was cool too. Yeah, he had I a good little that. run. Yeah, it was, I mean it was cool seeing him hit take some threes one last time hmm You know. Um
1: Yeah, I like it. Shout out to Joe Harris, man. Brooklyn Nets got a little backcourt over there. <laughs> <laughs> they got the <laughs> they got the young up and coming guy D They got some deloading. they got strange players over there, but Dinwiddie. they're doing something right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Crap. He's out there. <laughs>
1: I to be completely honest with you. That was the first time, probably any casual NBA fan heard Joe Harris talk.
2: Oh yeah. After
1: he won, after he won, I watched it with a couple friends, and and both of them were like, "Like I've never heard this guy speak." I was like, "I don't think anybody
3: has."
2: It's the first time I heard him speak since he's like left Virginia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember him. I mean, when he was in Virginia, he was the man. So I remember them at, them talking to him sometimes.
3: Was but he? Then,
1: Dude, yeah. I remember he was like he was their best player, but like he really wasn't the best player.
2: He was the go-to guy.
1: Okay. I'll give yeah, you. I that. Mean, I'll, I could give you
3: that.
2: Anderson and Brogdon were always like, you know, the all-around. Anderson was good at everything. Brogdon was how he is now, but Harris was putting up the points.
1: That's true. When they needed he, he used a bucket. to always he used to always lead the box score, I remember.
2: Yeah, so they used to talk to him. I remember them talking to him then, but since he's been in the NBA, I haven't heard him speak at all. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I like that he he donated his trophy to the school that let him practice over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I forgot what the school was, but I, he, I, I thought that was a nice moment.
2: He's a humbling, humble guy, you know. He's had a long road. Right. he was pretty he's, cool.
1: I can't imagine how hard he's had to fight to make it to the league.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prove that he could do it.
1: Damn. I forgot. LeBron is
2: the first one to get him out the league. He was on... Um,
1: <laughs> That's true, yeah. He
2: was on the Cavs at first. When LeBron came, he just disappeared.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was over for him after that.
2: <laughs> yeah, LeBron eliminated him out the league. He was backing up waiters until LeBron came along. Mm. <laughs> Ended his career (laughs) yeah okay that was a good it was a good competition for sure the curry thing was cool i liked with um the little dell thing in the beginning even though they couldn't shoot at all (laughs) (laughs) right i liked it though it was cool you know Um, i was
1: uh unfortunately my sleeper pick was uh who'd you pick before the contest by the way
2: um well I picked Steph, obviously, okay. but my sleep- who was my sleeper? Yeah. Um, I think Buddy was my sleeper. That was a good but- pick.
1: I picked Danny Green. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought my- Danny
2: would be competitive.
1: And he came in there, and he had, like, a whole different way of shooting it. I don't know if you noticed.
2: Oh, yeah, he didn't jump.
1: Yeah, he was, like, saving his legs.
2: <laughs> For what? <The> <laughs> right, <two rounds>? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, he, was, he wasn't he was terrible, but he wasn't making enough. And I was just like, why would you do this? <laughs> like,
2: Yeah, it wasn't good at all.
1: But I don't know, man. Overall, it was fun. Other than Kemba was, was kind of a letdown. Yeah. I feel like because it was Charlotte, he, he's been kind of hot this year. They were hoping he'd go off.
2: And but Seth was, was a letdown.
1: Seth, for sure, yeah.
2: Because I really wanted, like, a good battle between him and... i I was
1: kind of expecting it this was kind of the first time he had any like real pressure on him Mm -hmm. for anything yeah and i feel like that contest gets to some of these guys man
2: yeah especially the guys who don't who aren't in the spotlight you know right because because the crowd when steph starts hitting shots the crowd goes crazy but like when Buddy started hitting shots like you couldn't hear anything yeah no one was saying people probably weren't even watching anymore you know, it's, so I'm sure it was the same with Seth and and Joe. Joe just has no conscience.
1: That's how it's got to
2: be. Yeah, he's the new Capono.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, That's I said the same thing Saturday.
2: <laughs> he needs one more. Time. I was like, I was like, he
1: he's running through this contest like Capono used to back in the day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Capono was crazy, man. He was... <laughs> He was only good at the competitions. Man. Yeah, he wasn't even
1: really a good shooter in the league.
2: No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, what about the uh, the big show?
1: So, we, we kind of talked about it just now in terms of the spotlight getting to some of these guys. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's happening with the dunk contest. Okay. They're getting these guys who... You know okay, Wait, doesn't...
2: wait, 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 wait. Before you, before you start that. Okay. Talk about the talk about it like this time first. Yeah. How how it that, was how be... like
1: how it was watching.
2: Yeah, because we'll talk about what you're about to say longer. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure we will. Uh,
1: a word that took me a while to figure out and how I wanted to describe it because after watching it, I was like, like I really don't know how to how I'm gonna explain it on the podcast. Yeah. The word that comes to my mind is awkward. That's what the contest felt like to me. It wasn't Was it bad? Yes. Was it mm-hmm. disappointing? Yes. It was all the negative words you want to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it more than anything, what I really noticed was that it was awkward. It was. It was stiff. There wasn't any real energy.
2: It was very stiff. I,
1: I mean. just thought. I could tell from the first dunk where Collins, I thought was kind of underrated, grabs the backboard.
2: Thank you. That was like and comes around on the
1: other side.
2: That was so underrated. I couldn't believe they gave him that score.
1: To be fair, he didn't really like sell it right. He just kind of came out there. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. He just (laughs) did. did He did the dunk, and people. I don't even think people noticed it. You know, in live time,
2: it was fire. the the thing i liked about it was that that dunk is probably the only dunk like other than other in the first round that dunk was probably the only dunk no one else in the competition could do i think he could do everything everyone else did but they couldn't do that dunk dennis smith couldn't do that dunk
1: dennis smith couldn't dunk much of anything
2: Right, but I'm just saying that dunk to me yeah. difficulty in the first round was the highest.
1: What pissed me off even more is that okay, so the first dunk was kind of underrated, but maybe he didn't sell it. You know, he didn't get the fans in. The second dunk, we've how many times have we seen somebody catch windmill dunk?
2: Hundreds of times,
1: and he gets a perfect score for that.
2: That's what I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. Everyone in the dunk contest could do that. Yeah,
1: every single person. Shit, there was probably a (laughs) couple of the the three-point contest guys who could do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) Like, honestly.
2: Buddy can do that.
1: Diallo came out there, and I'm not trying to shit on Diallo. He deserved to win at the end. Like, by the end, he was deserving of the title. For sure. Because he had the most, by far, the most lit dunk, like audience-wise. Yeah. And it was it was a good dunk.
2: Yeah, it was still know. the best dunk of the competition. Yeah, but yeah.
1: that first fifty he got, I was just like, "What is going on?" And then the one person everybody wanted to see stunk it up.
2: <laughs> Dennis Smith.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I really like I just did not enjoy watching it, man. I just I was cringing, like why is it so quiet? Why are these guys fucking up so much like I know these were not the first fucking options,
2: well, you know where well, let me go through how I watched it first, the first strike was when they said the judges, first of all. <laughs> I'm all about women's rights. You know, I like I watch the WNBA. I like watching the WNBA.
1: Oh, controversy.
2: But two, <laughs> we don't need two female judges, dude. Not two. We have one, but ne- neither of them can dunk with two hands at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> like,
1: No, you're right. I agree with you. It's just funny. I get, like, it. like...
2: I get If we have one, right, Candace? parker first dunk in the college tournament i get it right i love candace parker she's my favorite female player but come on now two female judges and then alonzo morning
1: <laughs> that was that was a plot twist i wasn't ready for that one i mean he spent he had a good viewpoint of all the times like vince carter or somebody or like jordan dunked on him
2: yeah like okay lj didn't answer the phone or like <laughs> i get they uh, wanted a charlotte player right probably right i mean baron davis has some good charlotte dunks i mean it, a lot of dunkers came from charlotte gerald wallace dude bridges <laughs> where was everybody
1: miles bridges even had the johnson jersey
2: yeah where, so where was he alonzo morning <laughs> and then um what okay, was strike d two d brown great uh David Thompson, great. So Shout out D. Brown. Alonzo and the two female judges was my first strike, right? But obviously, the second strike was the John Collins score. Facts. Which kind of played into the first strike because, you know, then I was like, okay, well, none of them up there. D. D Brown couldn't do that dunk. Dude, none of them up there could do that dunk. It made so I was me like, so okay.
1: mad because he was walking around like, why is nobody hyped? <laughs> Did you what? not notice he was, like, salty? Like
2: I did, because like <laughs> I, I was wondering the same thing.
1: Exactly. I was like,
2: oh, that was fire.
1: Yo, I Remember? didn't even, like, once I saw it on replay, I'm like, holy shit, like, that, that is a lit-ass dunk.
2: He cuffed it with one hand and came under, like, to hold it with one hand like that. Okay, like, I don't want to get that deep into it, but to right, me, right. that should have been the first fifty. It's the first dunk I've never seen. The only dunk in the whole competition that I've never seen done before. Everything else on there I've seen done. Other than (laughs) the airplane.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he lost it after that. That was a disaster.
2: (laughs) And didn't he get a better score for that than the first dunk?
1: You might have. (laughs) Right. He he fucked up that play. I was like, come on, man.
2: Yeah, right. So then, uh, um, so that and then the the score is like you said, that was my second strike. And my final strike, (laughs) my final strike was that they brought two rappers out there to jump over, which is cool. But why, why Quavo? What for? I get, I get J Cole right. They're in yeah, North of course. Carolina. It's his, his, you know, his world. He performed the day before. I mean, he he performed the next day. You know, he put his jersey on. That was dope, right? I
1: was expecting but, him to perform on Saturday, to be honest.
2: Yeah. Right. I was hoping he, he might. Cause that was cool. Everyone was happy. J Cole, I get it. And isn't Dennis Smith from? Is he from Fayetteville?
1: Uh, I don't know, but you know, he's like a local hero over there.
2: Right. So it doesn't matter. So I get that. But Quavo. Come on, man. I mean, they're not even dunking over NBA players anymore. They used to only they used to only ha- have their teammates would be everyone they dunked on. Remember, you could bring one teammate every year. That's what the guys would do. Remember that? Yeah. Everyone would have one teammate. They'd ha- both have the jerseys on <laughs> like. So that was my third strike. I was like, this is getting way out of control. <laughs> Once Quavo came out there, I was like, this is, dunk contest is not what it used to be, Dude,
1: man. Diallo's Shaq dunk or whatever, Superman dunk, I guess.
2: Whatever it was, yeah. Yeah,
1: that was, that dunk saved the whole event to me.
2: Oh, for sure.
1: Because that was the only time where it felt like there was some energy and people actually cared. Right. Like, Dennis Smith just kept fucking missing. Terrible. He He Dennis reminded me
2: three misses again like a, yeah like for a sure game.
1: they got to stop letting them try 100 fucking times
2: three misses you don't get it you get it i think you, they should get zeros too they shouldn't be getting scores for not even making a dunk facts it, <laughs> i mean there was guys on st andrews that could go out there and miss 40 dunks and they get a 35 <laughs> in the dunk contest <laughs>
1: uh, right no i agree with you it's
2: you know what's crazy Steph Curry would have came his second in this dunk contest. <laughs> I'm serious. Steph would have did the yeah, bounce it's... reverse. That bounce reverse was as good as every dunk in there. <laughs> Except for the Diablo dunk. Yeah. Come on, man. It just... Yeah, it wasn't good, man. It, um, it just made me really grateful that I saw the Levine and Gordon dunk contest, which is probably... The second or third greatest performance performances in a dunk contest I've ever seen, like in my lifetime. Right. Um, Levine's first his first win was the greatest performance I've ever seen, and then that second one, Gordon's loss was the second greatest performance I've ever seen. <laughs> so that was awesome, right? But these guys not coming back. Like it should be mandatory that the winner comes back. You know, if they're healthy. Yeah. I don't want Donovan Mitchell to get hurt, right? Obviously, you know I like Donovan Mitchell. But I feel like he had an obligation to come out there and, you know, show what he's got, prove that he's the man. Just beating three people in a dunk contest doesn't make you the dunk champion to me. You got to be able to beat everybody in the dunk contest to be the dunk champion. You know, whoever comes for your, like like in boxing, whoever comes for your belt, you got to be ready to defend it. But, you know, they're making the league less competitive and more fun every year. The whole league, not just All-Star Weekend. The whole league. And
1: That that that. fucking sucks because, to me, that's killing the contest. It is. Like, uh, Saturday night, honestly, the dunk contest was, by the end of it, I was like, the dunk contest was hands down the worst event.
2: And the other thing is it it seems rushed to me. Like, it seemed like it went by so fast. Well, because it was dead. That's probably why. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because the crowds weren't
1: getting hyped, so why, you know, why fucking let him celebrate or show the dunk 30 times when people are already waiting for the next one?
2: The stuff wasn't worth being replayed, you know. You, you know what I think it should be, though? The choosing the contestants. I think there should be a pool, you know, of guys who... Um, I think... Th- First of all, I think it should be a fan vote, right? The fans should vote 30 guys, right? And then out of those 30 guys, you know, four of them get in the dunk contest. Because I know for a fact, Miles Bridges wouldn't have made the 30 guys that people would <laughs> wa- have wanted to be in it. It's so the same with Collins. You know, maybe Smith would have made it. Maybe um, Diallo would have made it, but... <clears throat> Maybe not even 30, but I think there should be a pool of guys where we say, we want to see you. We don't want to see anybody but these 20 guys. So anyone out these 20 guys, you know, start dunking more in the game so we could actually want to see you in the dunk contest.
1: I don't even think Diallo would have been in the list. Did anybody know about him?
2: He's had some nice dunks this year. Has he? I I don't know if he would have been top 20, but he's had some nice dunks that people would have said, okay, yeah.
1: Okay. All right.
2: Or... Or maybe a list of guys who said who would say they would compete in it, and then fans vote off that. Yeah, list. that's what maybe.
1: that's what scares me, because I think the re- the reason why they're getting these like, I mean, I'm sorry, but scrubs, mm-hmm. is because no need I to think apologize a lot of people are just saying no. Only. Now-
2: Two, two of them even start on their teams.
1: Dude, there's no way they came to fucking, Bri- like Miles Bridges, like you said. Like he was not their first approach. He, I don't even think he was their second approach.
2: I've only seen him dunk twice this year, and it was like the first two games of the right. season. <laughs> I haven't seen him dunk in a long time, dude.
1: If if your whole dunk package or like you know highlight reel is putbacks. Like, that doesn't even prove that you're a good dunker. Right.
2: Yeah, you're right.
1: I don't know. I just don't know. Again, like, they have to make some kind of incentive to motivate these guys to participate more. I don't know if it's a better award or, like you said, maybe involve the fans more and make it kind of mandatory. But then, like, you get a whole problem with these guys who are worried about getting hurt.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if they should make it mandatory, but I think that, you know, if you sign up and you say you're you're willing to compete, you're on the twenty list of willing to compete. If the fans vote you, you have to come compete. Yeah. Or, if the fans vote you, you know, out of the twenty, and then out of those twenty guys, we need four of these guys. You know. The first four or the last four to say they're not gonna do it are gonna end up doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You come, you gotta come and say you're not doing it, or else you're gonna do it. Something like that, you know.
1: They just um, they have to get some fucking all stars in there. Yeah. Or or some like you know well known starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, if Dennis Smith wasn't like a, a NC State, you know, phenom or like a fucking mixtape bounce highlights phenom like this group of four would be nobody
2: <laughs> you're right
1: uh, in the casual ambi- like me and you know that john collins has been hooping yeah Dude, i guarantee you like 60 to 70 percent of the people that were at the fucking event were probably sitting there like who is this
2: i think oh. most of the people only knew bridges and smith right because only because of, Carol, you know, Bridges is at, on Charlotte now. And yeah, Smith went to NC State, like you said. Yeah, so uh, yeah, man, that was the rough part, and the judges, and then the you know the rappers thing. Like it's it's two funny games. Uh, like I I don't remember ever seeing a rapper brought out to be jumped over until like the last two years ever. I remember always oh, they. I remember um, Nate brought out Spud Webb. You know he brought out um, Dwight, who was in the competition, jumped over him. You know guys would bring out like cheerleaders and stuff. That's cool, but don't come on, man, Quavo. Just because he happens to be there, like okay, this NBA player is sitting right next to him.
1: <clears throat> like yeah, it's it's frustrating because Diallo kind of showed that. You really don't need a blueprint for, you know, crazy attempts. It, if you see? do a basic dunk and you add a little twist to it, that's all it takes.
2: Did, well, with with certain judges that's all it takes. You think Dr. Right. J would have gave him a ten?
1: For the or shack dunk? Have...
2: Oh no no no. Oh no,
1: for one. the for first one ones. he nobody should have gave the it. other ones. <laughs> oh no, that that he had the one after where he literally just dunked it just so he could get a decent score
2: yeah where he just like jumped like as high as he could or whatever right and
1: then they had to give smith a fake ass 10
2: dr j would have been handing out sevens (laughs) he used to be so hard on his judging seven seven eight maybe dude you'd have to really wow the judges for tens when it was all you gotta
1: get your dunk on the first try too like you just It kills it when you don't have that suspense.
2: Yeah, it does.
1: I don't know, man. We can rant about it for fucking the whole time.
2: Yeah. Point is, it was awkward. It was whimsical. It was silly. It just wasn't. You know, it wasn't good, man. It just wasn't. But at the same time, I'm not gonna lie. I did enjoy watching it, but. Obviously, we've come up with reasons why we didn't like it and reasons why we would like it improved. So you know,
1: you know, it was bad because I don't know if you noticed, but like we had the TV playing for a little while after, mm-hmm. and like the dunk contest ended, and the, it just went to like a TBS program. <laughs> like they really didn't kind of like sign it out or close it out. You know, they didn't like talk to anybody. They just kind of, at one point, just jumped to TBS.
2: Yeah. The other thing is, I mean, and we we've both spent a lot of time in North Carolina. The fans are whack there, man. You know, shout out to our <laughs> North Carolina listeners. But y'all are y'all are trash, man. <laughs> they're so fickle, like they're not cool fans. Like we know that.
1: Yeah, I got you.
2: It, like it's, you know. Bridges didn't even get a lot of cheering for his dunk, and he plays for the team. He
1: tried, and he tried, like, a a, a good degree of difficulty, too.
2: He had good dunks. Right. Now, I wouldn't say there were great dunks, but he had good dunks. And, I mean, you know, the gold tooth with the jersey was – i never I never saw someone, like, do something with their face along with the jerseys. Yeah. Like, that was cool. I thought that was a really nice touch. No one said anything about it. They act like it never happened. The whole crowd – like, come on, man. It, it it wasn't the loyal fans that were at the LJ games. Yeah, you know, It wasn't like the Spike Lee guys who were like, who have been there forever. Like, they weren't at the thing this time. So it, that's what was kind of corny about it. And then um, did you see the video of the Hamidou Diallo's dunk uh, contest in high school? No. He did the exact same set of dunks. All, all of them, all four. He did the exact same dunks. Yeah, (laughs) I looked, I pulled it up. Like I think it's outside or something. And I think Zion was in the dunk contest. He just threw it on the side of the backboard, did the windmill. Then he came, he got someone really tall, and he, I think it was one of his teammates. He jumped over him, put his arm in the rim. It was the exact same set of dunks. NBA is
1: poo, man.
2: man. (laughs) Shout out to Gerald Green, man. (laughs) Because I wish he was still dunking like that So he could be in there Dude he would have ate this
1: He could have came on this contest and ate it up man
2: He would have won this contest without shoes The whole contest Right he Between the legs without shoes He would easily Paul George would have won this dunk contest Easily
1: Same guy who fucking broke his leg Yeah. Literally bone broke, and he could have came back and fucking killed it.
2: If LeBron wanted to be in a dunk contest, he should have been in this one.
3: Dude,
1: LeBron, I feel like, is the culprit for why the contest has gotten worse. I agree. He's kind of led this whole charge of, like, I don't want to get hurt, so, you know, I'm not going to go overboard. But uh, on Uh, top of that, every time you ask him about the All-Star game, oh, man, like, I appreciate it. I'm so blessed to be here. Not blessed enough to participate in the dunk contest.
2: And who are the top three players of all times in most people's eyes?
1: Kobe, Jordan, LeBron.
2: LeBron is the only one out of the three that never won a dunk contest.
1: Dude, Jordan had the fucking balls to be in the three-point contest.
2: Kobe won the dunk contest as a rookie. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Granted, to be fair, that dunk contest is pretty whack. It you, was, but he, but he went in it as a rookie. As a fucking, What is he seventeen?
2: He was the youngest rookie ever at the time. Right. I mean, LeBron would have won this dunk contest easily if he wanted to. I mean, even would have pulled a groin, he would have won this. Right. Because everything he did would have been hyped anyway. So, yep. I mean, all right, moving on. Let's not talk about the dunk contest forever. You yeah. saw the. All Star Game highlights. Yeah, um, I watched most of it. Um, I don't like that. <laughs> and, and this is gonna sound kind of, this is gonna sound stupid, but let me let me explain it. I don't like that they like share the ball so much in the All Star Games. <laughs> like I don't like all the I get the alley oops, but I don't like when it's like. When people are, like, um, letting people get alley-oops, you know? Like, I get the fast-break alley-oops, but I don't like the alley-oops, like, in half court where, like, all of a sudden D-Wade just cuts back door and catches the alley-oop. Like, that never happens. It rarely happens in real games. Rarely. How many times do you just see a random backdoor alley-oop in games? Like, every 10 games, maybe?
1: Yeah, I just... I don't know, man. There was. What I happened
2: don't... to the, the old, like, it was, it used to be like a, um, like the matchups used to be exciting. Like, oh, Kobe's on the west, D-Wade on the east. You know, they're going to go at it. Kobe gets a, I, gets D-Wade on the island and they go to work. Like, that, that didn't happen the whole night. It, not the whole night. And then when Kyrie gets someone on the island, he does a little move and then he goes to the lane and passes it. Like, it wasn't like a – you know, he passes it. LeBron is cutting out of nowhere. For some reason, he's just wide open. The whole lane is wide open. And he throws it over his shoulder. LeBron catches it, which is cool. It's fun to see the highlights, but it's not – like, I didn't feel like I was watching an all-star game. It felt like I was watching the Globetrotters, not yeah. the all-star game.
1: Yeah, man, I, feel, I think they're getting away from – they're going away from, you know – uh, this the All Star Weekend is a show for the fans to like. They're getting into more. Oh, it's just a free weekend for us to chill and relax from the season.
2: Yeah, that, it is. It does seem like a, it's a vacation. And that, yeah,
1: like they uh, literally come through so that nice. whole weekend. They're turning up at all the events. They're super lit. Like you got these rant. I don't know if you noticed on Saturday they had some of the most random NBA players sitting next to each other.
2: No, I didn't
1: notice. Dude, they had like a they had like Lamarcus Aldridge with Bismack Biombo.
2: Oh, I did see Biombo was, was fresh, but the, he had a hat on, right? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> like who <laughs> is that?
1: So random.
2: I when I saw him, I was like, I know that face. Right? Dude, who is that again? He's big. Like, <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> it was just so random to me, and it, that's that's what I feel like the the weekend has become. It's just a break for these guys. It's no longer. A show for us It's just a break for them
2: The other thing is You used to see a lot of ex-players Like at the All-Star weekend Remember like Well You wouldn't Again And I don't want to keep harping on the rappers Because I don't mind the rappers being there But you, you wouldn't see Quavo sitting closer Than like Vince Carter Or like Iverson is like three rows behind Quavo <laughs> Like it doesn't that doesn't really make sense to me when this is, like, Iverson's event. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, for, it's for him. It, it's not even a admiration or a showcase of the players anymore, like you said. It's just a vacation for them, really. Some of the guys don't even show up, you know, like past All-Stars weren't there. Like you said, Biombo was in the front row. I saw some other guys. Um, I don't want to say the names because I don't even remember who they were. But it was guys that I just... I'm like, why is he even there?
1: Can I can I ask you something honestly? What? What why the fuck was Kyle Lowry an all-star? <laughs> Cause he got voted in. I don't know, man. That that made no sense to me. Somebody texted me like, yo man, he's I forgot who he was going at, I think Kyrie for for a quick second or somebody had a couple threes on him. And then he was coming back in airball and, and my friend let me know that and I was like, Why is he in the game?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was Lillard. Lillard. Oh yeah, yeah, Lillard. Days. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Like dude, I mean,
1: Lowry is the most Lowry's like the Lamarcus Aldridge of guards. Like he's he's not even entertaining to watch. Even when he's not- playing well.
2: That's kind of how Duncan and Parker were when they were in the All-Star game. Right. They were just so fundamental. It wasn't even fun to watch. But the thing is, back then, they would let those guys, everyone did what they did best in the All-Star game. Remember, like um, like the shooters would just shoot. The um, dunkers would get wide-open dunks and do something crazy. The handles guys would get to show out their handles. But now it's like, that's the other problem with the All-Star game to me is so positionless. Like, it's just everyone is doing the same thing, so it's not really showcasing that player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Kyrie is on the court, and... um, uh, Who's the... I'm trying to remember who the big guy was that LeBron had. Well, like, Davis. Ben Simmons. Oh. Like, Kyrie is on the court, and Ben Simmons is bringing the ball up, like, trying to do handle moves. Like, No. Let Kyrie showcase what everyone likes about Kyrie. The only thing everybody on the planet likes about Kyrie is his handles. So let him do his handles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in the day, that's that's how it was. But you know, you know, Duncan would try to hit crazy backboard shots in the All Star game, and um, uh, you know, you remember obviously, but yeah, it just bothers me. Who don't
1: the difference is like yeah, Duncan was always boring. Parker was always boring. Um, But But they still did what they did
2: best But they were
1: still They were playing like all stars To me Lowry's not even playing like an all star this year Oh no he's not 15 and like 7 Dude Siakam And I hate Siakam Because he fucking lit up the Wizards Like a week ago He's 44 (laughs) Yeah (laughs) But he should have been an all star Over fucking Lowry
2: Drummond should have been All-Star over Lowry
1: It just It really bothers me That Lowry walks around And Every time I saw him On Saturday And I think I even saw him On Friday Like in the Broadcast a little bit He really acts like He's like In the In the like Elite group of guards Like he's in that Mold of players Like dude You're not that guy
2: Maybe he acts like that But I think he knows (laughs) I hope he knows He'd have to be insane for him to think he really is. To be
1: to be fair, I shit on his game, but as as like a, a to like a normal guy, he seems like a cool dude.
2: Yeah, he seems like a cool dude. His kids seem funny. He's a right. cool dad. You know. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Lowry, but you're right. I'm with you. <laughs> um. All right. You got anything else for All Star Weekend? I really don't.
1: No, we got it. Yeah, I'm done.
2: Um you want to talk about Antonio Brown
1: Yeah, we we could get into it a little bit. You know, of all the the stuff we criticized for him or him for earlier
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's more of the same, but at the same time, I don't think he's wrong completely. Mhm. Because Big Ben does deserve a lot of the blame for why their franchise has been
2: Oh you you're talking about him calling saying he has owner mentality and all that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, to me that, that wasn't like he sh- of course he shouldn't have said it in public and
2: but you know. But at the same time, Big Ben
1: has him, shown that kind of behavior.
2: You know how many times they've told Antonio Brown not to do something oh, in public?
1: <laughs> I'm sure they have.
2: And he, while he's doing it in yeah. public like in the
1: once, once he fucking Facebook lived uh, the fucking post game speech. Yeah, dude, there's no way you care about the team if you're doing something like that. Of course, there's just no way.
2: Yeah, I don't. I just don't think he. I, I'm with you. He shouldn't have said it in public, but he really doesn't have any right to talk about anybody how anyone treats the that, team. That's
1: a good point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because like like you just said, he really doesn't care about the team. So he really shouldn't say anything about how Ben, who, you know, would probably jump in front of a gun shot, you know, in front of a bullet for the the team itself. But, you know, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon, we see they don't really care about the team. And and I I get it. Football is probably the one sport that I understand players being really selfish in. Um, because it's you know it could be really bad for your health obviously and survival they don't get paid as much as they probably should so i i get it they should be selfish but you know there's there's other players too that you know when you're being selfish you're not just affecting yourself you're affecting the other players as well
1: yeah I, you know what's crazy is like they're probably going to lose Antonio Brown Mm-hmm. And I still think they'll be one of the best offenses next year.
2: Oh, for sure. As long as you have Ben, you're never like one of the worst offenses. Right.
1: Yeah, they got Ben. They've had. They're not like. They're good at finding talent. Yeah, they are. You know what I mean? He shows with the uh, the running back that came in there. I mean, he yeah. was fucking eating, right. and yeah, he's like he was a nobody, and he was just he got put in the lineup. He was eating just as much as Bell was. Yeah,
2: he was. Yeah.
1: But besides that, I don't have much to say about it.
2: Yeah, me neither. You have any other um, NBA stuff?
1: Um, fuck, I forgot his name, but I did want to shout out the Nuggets GM for getting an extension. Oh yeah. I don't know his name either. Boy, he's doing a good job, so if anybody deserves an extension, he definitely does.
2: Right. Um, oh, uh, you think Anthony Davis should play the rest of the year or no?
1: <laughs> yeah, he should.
2: Wait, well, he should, like, On the plate, on his part, or on the, like, the team, like, why should he, I guess, I'm saying. Because
1: he gets paid, you know, I'm kind of, I might be looking at this black and white, and I know it's not his perspective, of course, but he's getting paid to play basketball as long as he's under contract, he owes it to his team to play.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: That's what it comes down to, I mean... You can't control getting hurt, but you also can't just say, because I'm leaving, I'm not going to play. Right. Like, like that just, that can't, you can't have that kind of attitude. Right. Or players will, like, I, I like that players have more power, but I don't want them to have all of the power. Right. Because you look, LeBron is fucking doing whatever he wants.
2: And it's it's really getting crazy what LeBron is doing,
1: man. Yeah.
2: The the uh going to see Zion thing that blew my mind. <laughs> I'm serious, like that. I was so shocked for that <laughs> LeBron is the only dude that was in the crew that has never played college basketball and is at a random. Co- First of all, Rondo went to Kentucky. Um, Colwell Pope went to Georgia. LeBron didn't go to college, and they're sitting at a Virginia versus Duke game. Come on, man.
1: He's like right. he, hes getting less and less uh, slick with his moves.
2: Oh, I didn't talk to anybody, so it's not a recruiting trip. Okay, but the, your agent was sitting right next to you, dude.
1: He really be—he <laughs> be, really be acting like people that are just dumb. Like, just everybody around him is just dumb.
2: Because his excuse was, Rich Paul wasn't there as an agent. He was there as LeBron's best friend. But, um, <sighs> the, but the thing is, agents go to basketball games all the time, right? Yeah. Like, we know, we know this. Yeah. But the players never know where the agents are in the building. But everyone knew where Rich Paul was in the building that night. Right. every Everyone. He's sitting right there next to the dude in the red jacket. Neither one of these teams wear red. He's sitting next to the, the <laughs> tallest guy in the building with the red jacket on. The 6'8", t- 255 guy with the red jacket oh, on. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. There's an agent right behind him. Come on, dude. Like you, LeBron, you're – come on, man. On the floor seat – Agents don't sit on floor seats. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nice try, LeBron.
1: I really don't think he was even trying, like honestly. It doesn't take a detective to piece it together, like
2: they act like it though.
1: They do, yeah. They really just be acting clueless, like, man, like I don't know what you guys are talking about. Just trying to like just trying to enjoy basketball game.
2: Come on, LeBron. You have, you have ESPN, my G. You have ESPN like everybody else. Dude. Yeah,
1: dude. ESPN has shown his dick, so I'm convinced they will do anything if it concerns LeBron.
2: He could have been a tad more slick and brought at least Ingram, a former Duke player, to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Winners.
1: Just one. That's all I ask.
2: Yeah, not bring two players who never played for either school you're there for. Like, <laughs> I get it if he brought Ingram, then I say, oh, yeah, you know, Ingram wanted to go see his former team. He brought LeBron with him. That would make more sense. I still wouldn't – I still would think it was a recruiting trip, but I would be less <laughs> blown away by him just showing up at Zion's games. Like, like yeah. <laughs> Whatever, LeBron. The thing is, this is my theory. I've argued with people about this, but my theory is, you know, well, people have argued with me saying, no, it's not that big of a deal because Rich Paul can't really do anything even if Zion does hire him. But they're missing, what they're missing is the deal in New York, right? New York trying to get the number one pick and trade it for Anthony Davis. What if Rich Paul says, hey, I know you guys uh, just drafted Zion, but he doesn't want to play with y'all. He wants to play in new Orleans and then guess what happens the trade for Anthony Davis happens like it's (laughs) it's not about him being with Zion it's about what can happen for LeBron if Zion doesn't want to be in New York what if he says you know what Zion doesn't want to play for New York he's not gonna play unless you trade him to LA so you know this is what the new his new agent says on draft day we've seen this happen in football with the um, – what's the guy's name who said he wasn't going to play for the Browns and he ended up still getting drafted by the Browns like two years ago.
1: Oh, dude,
2: fuck. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, here. I remember this.
2: We've seen that happen. Wiggins, same thing happened with Wiggins. LeBron <laughs> made sure Wiggins didn't go somewhere, you know, go to the Cavs. And Wiggins said, you know, I just want to play for someone who wants me there, right? Yeah. So what if Rich Paul comes right out the gate and says, hey, you know what? I know you guys just drafted Zion. He hasn't even put the jersey on yet, but he's not playing for New York. Check it out. You know, we <laughs> want a three-way trade. Anthony Davis goes to L.A. and uh, New York gets seven L.A. players, and then New Orleans gets uh, Zion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it's about. It's about the finagling he can do with the three-way trade for Davis. Right. That's my theory with him being Zion's agent because obviously if Zion gets drafted by the Knicks and he wants to play for the Knicks Rich Paul I mean he's worthless he does nothing he gets the same contract any number one pick would get regardless of Rich Paul so I think Rich Paul being his agent does end up helping LeBron um, but you know that's my theory I, LeBron might not be doing it maybe I think I am overthinking LeBron's expertise in, I really don't uh, think you are. <laughs> right. We've seen LeBron do similar things already. Sneakiness. Right. What <laughs> yeah, anyway. I I wanted to bring one quick point. Um Stephen A said something very profound the other day to uh Scotty Pippen about LeBron. And we normally don't go into the best uh you know, we normally don't go into the best ever conversation, like, on this podcast. Yeah. But um, he, he said that, in his opinion, the difference with LeBron, Jordan, and Kobe is that the fear that LeBron does not put into the opponents that they play against. Like, Kobe, everyone was nervous about what Kobe was going to do, so unpredictable Kobe just had 80 last week. You know, no one it was Kobe had a um you know, the Black Mamba was this poisonous snake and all that, right. you know what I'm saying? It was a fear thing for playing against Kobe. Like you were worried about what Kobe was going to do. Jordan the same way, right? But LeBron doesn't make anyone worried. <laughs> like, okay, LeBron Oh, You know, we got to stop LeBron, you know, keep him out the paint. It's nothing like players, you know, are afraid to look in his eyes on the court like they were (laughs) with Kobe. You know, D-Wade told this story about him breaking Kobe's nose and Kobe saying, oh, I like it. You know, it's like crazy stuff like that. You heard about those guys, this crazy competitive spirit. You really don't hear that much about LeBron. And um, I'm not saying that that's true. I'm not saying that that really matters in saying who the best player is, but I thought that was a pretty good observation by Stephen A., considering the other crazy stuff Stephen A. normally says. He uh,
1: does say a lot of crazy stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was a pretty interesting uh, observation because I I agree with it. I think it's pretty true. I don't think LeBron Dude, is scary.
1: Scotty, what bothers me about Scotty, and I agree with that, the only thing I'll say is... Um, Being a Wizards fan uh, Objectively <laughs> Objectively I have to say That from 2000 I think it was 6 to 2008 uh, LeBron terrorized DC
2: <laughs> Oh DC yeah
1: <laughs> So And I mean I'm pretty sure every player on our roster Was f- fearing LeBron at that point
2: Who was on the roster?
1: Gilbert oh, Arenas? McGee. No, no, no. Come on. You're going too far. I'm talking about when the Wizards had a good team. LeBron <laughs> um, used to spank him out that first round every year.
2: He did. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, they they didn't have LeBron had no head-to-head matchup in No,
1: games. he didn't. No.
2: Who guarded LeBron?
1: Uh, if I answer that, you're going to laugh and understand what the problem was, <laughs> but exactly. it was Jared Jeffries a lot of the time <laughs> <laughs> and, and Karan Butler, of course, tough juice, Right. G- give it up Jeffries about
2: for the Knicks, right?
1: Yeah. For a second.
2: Wasn't he there for the, um, the fight, the. Nate Robinson and Jr. <laughs> fighting. I think so. <laughs> yeah, he was the one who chased Car- Carmelo. Snuck him, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, then they were teammates like three years later.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jared Jeffries is trash. Yeah, <laughs> he should be afraid of LeBron. <laughs> no,
1: the, honestly, the the main point of the whole best argument is you said it. I think it was maybe last episode or the episode before. But mm-hmm. Jordan never played with another guy who got double teamed. No. Like, no. at the end of the day, that is such a huge – to do what he did and to have that, like, amount of burden, yeah. it just – it's incomparable.
2: <laughs> Everyone on the Heat got double teamed at one point. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even Mario Chalmers had some good nights.
3: <laughs>
1: right.
2: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um yeah, man. That's Be-
1: all, before yeah. we move on, real quick, did you peep uh, what Kyrie said to KD? They they found a little footage in the tunnel of, of Kyrie saying something like like two max spots, like it's that time or something like that. For real, dude, you gotta find this. <laughs>
2: You're
1: right. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm mad I didn't have it pulled up on my Instagram, but I'll send it to you once I find if I find it first. Wow,
2: that's crazy. Uh, all right, we'll see. I don't. All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get. Yeah, we
1: we got to get a, it, a little but... more into it. Hopefully, they'll address it because I mean you'll. I'm sure you'll see it, but I think Kyrie has to address it in some way.
2: Yeah, he does.
1: Cuz I guarantee you they're going to be asking him about it.
2: But you know he's going to address it in the BS way he's been addressing stuff all year. So That's I, a good I don't point. really care. I don't really care if he addresses it or not. Um, uh, Bro, I'll, I'll play the uh <laughs> I'll play our transition. This is um Mushroom Chocolate by Kenye and 6 Sixlack. 6 start uh today um music news or uh i do have a project i listened to
1: the one i promised
2: all right let me start let me start with this news first of all i think last podcast you know we talked about the jussie small incident right that is crazy man now i've heard stories you know for those who don't know what i'm talking about Story about him getting beat up, right? Um, news tied around his neck, MAGA, gay slurs, racial slurs, everything, right? Every single possible, <laughs> uh, form of, um, you know, just all kinds of stuff, right? All kinds of prejudice s- situations. So, it turns out he might have set it up himself, right? Apparently, he might have paid the guys to beat him up. Um, I've heard another story that he was hitting on a guy at a gay club and the dude's boyfriend came, you know, his boyfriend came and got his guys and they, you know, they beat him up. So I've heard things, you know, I've heard this was just a stunt to like a pity thing because he's getting written off the show. It's a lot of stuff, man. You know, I I don't want to say anything is true or not because they haven't proven anything yet.
1: Yeah, we don't know yet.
2: Yeah, but, you know, you guys keep your eye out for it man i mean we'll see what happens he apparently is still saying it's true he's offended that no one believes him now he's uh it's going Uh, to
1: what is it like a grand jury or something like it's going to a big court yeah it Uh, is and so like clearly there's some they're not just doing that you know to be thorough there has to be some kind of Evidence or some information that they need to investigate,
2: right? And he hi- he actually hired a defense attorney, which Ooh, <clears throat> that's as a victim, most people do not do, shady. right? <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, there's more to it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm interested. It's kind of crazy, you know. Um, but yeah, I just want to start with that. So moving on.
1: Yeah, I was wondering if we were gonna
2: mention it. Oh, for sure, got to. Um, 21 Savage is home Well He's in the US (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what you guys want to call home He's here Uh, I'm (laughs) happy Yeah that was cool I'm glad he's home I'm a Uh, fan of
1: his music man I uh you know, I don't know too much about like his personal i mean, obviously why would I but like he he doesn't he stays pretty private for the most part he does uh but I'm a fan of his music so i'm I'm glad to see that the situation worked out for
3: him,
2: yeah man that was i mean what he describes is a scary thing, man it reminds me of um reminds me of some situations in the past that have happened to you know, civil rights leaders and our other artists, the, <clears throat> the fact that he said um, the cops said we got Savage that, that's a pretty that's pretty pretty interesting because in a file you know, if, if someone said hey this guy's an illegal immigrant you know, we need you to go pick him up his file does not say 21 Savage in it, Right. right? It, it would say his real name the name of the guy who's an illegal alien Absolutely. now right so pulling up on someone and saying hey we got 21 savage or we got savage so you knew already that it really wasn't about whatever his name is i forgot what his real name is right now but it was about savage you know otherwise they would call in and say hey we got this guy his real name because that's the illegal alien not 21 savage you don't right. call him by rapper name you don't call any criminal by their rapper name you know the law doesn't yeah. so <clears throat> that was eerie and um you know just in the pa- in the past i've heard situations like this man where they they refer to these artists or these um people as you know just as targets per se now,
1: it's it's tough too because there's been a lot of rappers uh getting in trouble lately
2: yeah did you see that list of the all yeah. the rappers that have been yeah. arrested in 2019 uh, big list yeah man um so that was pretty deep man you know people I, It's some. it's something more to the 21 savage situation in particular but it's a lot of some it's a lot of weird stuff going on you know so everyone keep your eyes open um this YW, YNW Melly, man. Oh, man. That is some creepy stuff. How are you going to make the song before you kill your friends? <laughs>
1: yeah, he's out of that control.
2: That is wild. Apparently, you know, allegedly, the the song describes him killing his friends, but he recorded it before he did it. Like... That's insane. I mean, if it's true, it's insane. Um, Obviously, it's premeditated murder. He'll be in jail for the rest of his life. Killing two people premeditated, it's over with. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about that. Uh, I'm just running through some news that we, you know. Yeah, there's been
1: some stuff.
2: Um, Takashi Six Nine, man, facing 47 years, apparently. Will get no jail time for his cooperation. Yeah, I, I saw that. How much cooperation do you need to do to get out of forty-seven years he, in jail? He's
1: putting people away. Ain't no way he just <laughs> gave them info. Like he's, he's putting people in the fucking in prison.
2: He has to be, man. He must be putting some people on death row for forty-seven years. Right, oh, man. That I don't even know what to think. I mean. That's a that's a long time, um, you know, and I wonder. You know I say, wonder
1: what like he's not gonna be safe out here, man.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what people are saying. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. You know, I I don't I don't wish death on anyone or any. I don't want him to get hurt, but. What he's doing is not,
1: you know, safe. I, I, I will say, you know, to, to get away from his personal life, just from a music standpoint, he, a lot of his music is kind of like guilty pleasure music. Yeah. Like in the right environment, it's fun to listen to. Yeah. So I, I do hope he, he, you know, gives us another project or something. If If he does get free oh. and hopefully focus a little more on music.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I know they're talking about putting him in witness protection, but how you put someone with tattoos all over their face in yeah, witness he protection.
1: Can't hide, like, yeah. It's not exactly <laughs> easy People to People are hide. I mean,
2: everyone is gonna say, Hey, I saw Takashi Six Nine today. Everybody's gonna say that. Right. First of all they have to shave his head, right? For him to have normal colored hair. Shave his head all, all his hair off, make up, you know, he he would be dead. I mean, if if someone wanted to hurt him, they would hurt him by the time he got like tattoo removal right. from his face or his neck, and you know, whatever. Um, his teeth. There's a lot of stuff that he he's just gonna have a hard time not being noticed if he wants to be in witness protection. So uh, we'll see, man. You know, I hope he's safe. You know, if he the thing is, this is what's really wrong with our society and with rap. Um, culture hip-hop culture i say is that he's doing the right thing and might get hurt for it like legally and morally he might be doing the right thing and um this is you get punished for doing the right thing sometimes in hip-hop um obviously he shouldn't have put a hit out on chief keef right they said that they proved that he did that right the guy said that he gave him 20 grand whatever Obviously, he had already messed up there, but him trying to right his wrongs and tell people other, you know, other serious stuff going on, keeping the streets safe, he's making himself not safe, which is how it works. You know, the cops deal with the same situation all the time, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, so, you know, I hope, I hope he's safe. I hope no one gets hurt out of this. You know, I hope people who are truly guilty, you know, uh, justice is served, so... Anyway. <clears throat> moving on. What other news we got?
1: Um, uh, um did you want to talk about the Grammys? Did you have any thoughts? No. None? No. You no thoughts. No thoughts. That's how insignificant they are.
2: Um I love what Drake said. Uh other than that. <laughs> cardi b that had the album?
1: best hip-hop album who cardi b, cardi b? With the best
3: yeah album. that
2: that doesn't surprise me man the grammys you know hearing how the grammys really work and um you know i'm not going to shout out the other podcasts that reported on this but guys like lupe fiasco and j cole are coming out and saying you know kind of uncovering how it works um uh, and I'm not surprised, man. They give the people who get nominated a list. So the the problem is, especially with hip hop, is that a lot of the people who are voting don't know everyone in hip hop. Um, and the thing is, if people who are vote hip hop, people who are voting for country, people who don't know what's going on in country. You know? Yeah. Um, so it would be hard for someone who's not just the most popular person to get get the um award because if you're not popular people who are voting for you might not know who you are. Yeah. So um but I I think people who if you you did not watch the Grammys and you haven't already heard what Drake said, I would um you know, I would recommend looking it up. I thought what he said was really nice for people who don't win Grammys and um for every artist who's making music, you know, Look at what's important to you, not what's important, you know, to the media. Um, I think Drake laid it down pretty well. Um, Other than that, man, Alicia Keys playing two pianos was fire. Uh, I was happy
1: J-Rock, even though he tied uh, with somebody, he won for King's Dead.
2: What did he win, though?
1: Uh, It was some song. Award. Oh, okay. I don't, it wasn't, I don't think it was best like hip hop song or something, but I can't remember. I gotta go back and look at it.
2: Yeah, well, um, yeah, shout out J Rock. Anything else? nah
1: I agree. The Grammys are pretty wild, pretty stupid.
2: (laughs) Yeah, um, because, honestly, if if the Grammys were legit, Drake would have every Grammy.
1: <laughs> Scorpion doesn't get nominated?
2: Right. If the Grammys were legit, Drake would have a Grammy every year. Probably three Grammys a year. Because he pretty right. much always has one of the best songs of the year. Or pretty much always has the best album uh, when he wants to. I mean, you know. But, you know, I get it. It's 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 crazy. Um, other news. Nah, did you listen
1: to anything since since we last talked?
2: I. No, I didn't. Uh,
1: I I did promise uh, two thousand nine. Mhm. The uh, Wiz Khalifa and Currency project.
3: Mhm.
1: <laughs> that I I almost didn't get to, but I I found some time to check it out. Okay. Um. I don't have too much to say about it uh, It's kind of If you are familiar with these two artists You're gonna You know exactly what you're gonna get
3: mm-hmm.
1: It's kind of it fits. It's exactly what sh- Anybody's expectations are Of Wiz Khalifa and Currency mm-hmm. uh, Especially if you've heard them before
3: Right
1: I will say Wiz Khalifa shows uh, Quite impressive Rap skills on this project Oh, okay Like, Currency does his thing And, you know, Currency's kind of more of a pure rapper Yeah And his style, you know, it's hit or miss The way he, he sounds But man, mm-hmm. Wiz Khalifa skated through a, most of these beats If not all of them
2: Finally <clears throat> I like to hear that
1: And it frustrated me because it, it made <clears> me think like Man, I'm kind of salty He doesn't make his albums more like this Right uh, yeah, it's a good project. All the songs kind of have a similar vibe. Uh, the topics, is, you know, weed, pussy, and money. Sounds like Wiz. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> if anything, my only criticism would be I kind of wanted Wiz on more hooks.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and Wh- I didn't really get that. Who did the hooks? That, uh, currency a lot of the time. Ew. Uh, right. <laughs> Problem popped up. Ty Dolla- the Ty Dollar Sign song is... is
2: why does problems still make music? <laughs> why do people keep getting him on songs? I don't know. Does he write or make beats? Seems like he makes beats. Oh, okay. Because I just don't understand why he's involved all the time. That's cool. Todd time did one you said. Him and Wiz got a um, bromance.
3: Right. <clears throat>
1: if, if anybody's looking for a good hip-hop project, I would check it out. Because I know... Okay other than like future there hasn't been anything in hip hop that came out right uh if you're looking for something new of course you got the throwback if you need to it just dropped um mm-hmm. but if it's something new this is a, this is a good project
2: oh i did listen to something <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what i listen to man please You recognize that? No. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait for it.
0: Chill <laughs>
2: for. Wait for it. You
4: see I like you the way you are.
2: Everybody got to sing along in this part. Everybody.
4: You else, to go make so
3: complicated.
2: Avril is back. Yeah, she dropped something. I listened to it. I heard the, I to the whole song. thing. I listened to all twelve songs. <laughs> oh man, Avril. Where have you been? Good question. remember remember where <laughs> do you remember one time they said she died? What? No. <laughs> yeah, they said Avril died or something Jesus. and then Well <laughs> I remember one time I was watching this conspiracy thing. You know those like those conspiracy theories on YouTube? Whereas like a bunch of conspiracy oh, yeah. theories.
1: Oh yeah, dude, I watch those all the
2: time. You never saw the Avril Lavigne one? No. <laughs> should I play the? Should I play what they say, or you want me to just say it? No, just tell me. Um, <clears throat> so, in 2003, Avril Lavigne died, and was re- replaced by a lookalike named Melissa. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> apparently she's like a she was her body double and um avril i think i don't know if she died of overdose or something and um <laughs> right after complicated came out she had an overdose and then melissa who was her like body double before like for stunts or something or like in the music videos she came and took her place and has been avril levine since then that's why her music was trash. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway.
1: So how was this project?
2: Oh, it was good, man. It was good. I was... Well, like, this isn't my type of music, but I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I was very... I was happy. I was like, yes, Avril really is back. She's some songs on there that, I, you know, I started over i was like okay what is oh, let me hit this back let me run that back real quick some of those but it, i probably would never play the album again like in in its entirety but um at first go it was worth listening to for me yeah i, I miss like that the, like, album, man
1: 12 songs
2: yeah you got the, the nikki song is is kind of hard <laughs> I liked it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was surprised uh, that uh, I enjoyed some Nikki did because it's been a little while.
2: Yeah, Nikki's kind of been all over the place lately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Averil, man, and Currency and Wiz. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Averil, to the Earth. Oh, I guess she had something in two thousand thirteen. It's not that long ago. Um, but whatever all right what else we got man we gotta have something Some uh, we can talk some about kind
1: of the, the uh so far gone release
2: yeah uh what do you want to say about it it's out so far gone for those who do not know it is out and on all streaming platforms um from 10 years ago um
1: You know, I will say there's a lot of, you know, secret, not secret, there's a lot of hits on here. Yeah. Um, But what a lot of people miss, and I would recommend doing this, is just to listen to the mixtape start to finish.
3: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, I think it's really good. It's it's a classic in my eyes, and uh, it's one of those that you could just play start to finish and really, I mean... There's not many misses, if any. No, there's no misses. It's been a while since I went through it, but last time I remember playing it, I did not skip a single song.
2: For people who have never heard it, they may think it's misses because, you know, they're looking backwards on Drake.
1: Yeah, you have to have kind of an open mind to, like, if you have a preconceived notion of how Drake sounds, especially now... Right. You probably won't enjoy it as much, right? Um, but yeah, this is a great, great project.
2: I I really liked Drake's um, singing back then. Oh, I really yeah. did. That, I think that was one of my favorite, you know, parts of his game, so to speak, back then. Um, the uh, little bit and sooner than later. Brand New, Bria's Interlude, you know, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, those, yeah. I, those were special to me. The rapping was cool. You know, he was a good rapper, but I think rapping he's gotten a lot better at. But the singing, when he started out singing, I was like, yeah, this guy's legit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh,
1: almost mad that he doesn't go to it more often. I wish he would.
2: Yeah, me too sometimes. Well, what was the first time you heard Drake? Um, let's get let's get into that real quick.
1: Oh, man. You're making me go back.
2: Well, I, I, I'll say mine while you think about yours. I was on uh, an AAU team in, I want to say ninth grade. No, I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. And uh, it was like the, after eighth grade, probably the summer of ninth for me. And <clears throat> I remember... My friends, I used to listen to some weird stuff, man. I used to go on Dat Pith and just find oh, yeah. random guys. I remember, uh, do you remember a rapper named Mr. Focus? No. <laughs> Mr. Focus. My friends who listen to this, they'll laugh because they used to tease me about him all the time, man. I used to like Mr. Focus for some reason. <laughs> I thought he was cool. He, has, he had really cool um, mixtape covers. He used to use... Uh, the robot from Invader Zim mm. on there all the time. Oh, okay. So I thought that was cool because I liked <laughs> Invader Zim and I, eventually I kind of liked his music, but moving on. Uh, Nicki Minaj had just come on the scene too. And I remember my friends talking about, you know, this guy Drake, like, oh yeah, man, you think Drake, you know, smashed Nicki Minaj? And I was like, Drake, who is Drake? Right. Like, I thought Nick- and at the time, you know, I'm, I'm a little eighth grader. I was like, man, I thought, i thought wayne was with Nicki minaj you know that's how i associated them because i was they were always together for me and they're like "Nah, man uh you don't know who drake is i was like nah and then uh they were like yeah look him up when you get home i was like okay yeah cool so i I looked him up and uh the first song i heard was successful and trey songs I, i liked trey songs at the time um so, you know, I thought the song was cool. It didn't really hit me like that. You know, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. I thought some of the stuff Drake said was cool. So, um then I just delved deeper, man, and deeper than the best I ever had, I saw the video. I was like, Oh, that's that Drake guy again. Cause uh remember when the music videos used to come on after after like shows on MTV? Like the commercial yeah. was a music video? Yeah that's how it was i was watching uh i was watching something man on teen nick or mtv or something and then best i ever had a music video came on i was like oh that's the drake guy those guys were talking about so i listened to it and i i fell in love with that song right so i downloaded it lime wire i was right at it then uh (laughs) from there on man i went and got this mixtape came out on my birthday got it got um I followed him until Thank Me Later, and then it just, you know. Then I went back to Comeback Season too. Uh, comeback Season was fire. Uh, then it had me all hyped for when um, Over came out, um, the first single for Thank Me Later.
1: And then yeah, I I got into Drake around Thank Me Later time. Okay. Because I remember hearing. I think the first time I heard him was Bedrock.
2: Oh, okay, okay. I think yeah, think that was my young first...
1: Money. Yeah. And I, I hadn't noticed him at that point. I remember hearing... Um, best I ever had, but I didn't really know that was Drake at the time.
3: Mm-hmm. Best I, gotcha. I ever
1: had to me initially was just a radio hit. I didn't really... Right. And back then, I would listen to a lot of radio because, you know, my, my parents were taking me places. Mm-hmm. And I would just listen to radio music a lot. Mm-hmm. The... The first song that I I remember listening to from, like, knowing that this is Drake, uh, I actually didn't like. And I I thought it was kind of the weaker part of uh, Thank Me Later.
2: And this might Mm -hmm. not
1: be a popular opinion, but it's Find Your Love.
2: (laughs) I... I don't think that that is not a popular opinion <laughs> yeah
1: find your love i remember listening to it and i was just like you know I, I don't know how i feel about this like it doesn't sound that good and i had a friend at the time who was similar to you was into like you know all the secret music all the low-key stuff yeah and he was like man like this take me later i'm telling you this guy's like next like this guy is like he's just he's gonna change the game Mm-hmm. And, and, and back then, I, I mostly listened to rock albums. Like, I listened to rap here and there, but albums I really didn't get right. into like that. Yeah. And I went through Thank Me Later, and... I mean, yeah, you know, Fireworks, <laughs> the, oh, the Resistance. I still, I still have never skipped a lot of these songs if they ever came on.
2: Oh, yeah, but when I played Thank Me Later... Anything I'll think of me later, I end up just listening to the whole album.
1: Yeah, I mean, The Resistance <laughs> over, Show Me a Good Time, Up All show Night. Show Me a Good
2: Time is flames.
1: I, I enjoyed Fancy. I know Fancy had a little bit of a mixed mixed reception.
2: Did it? I thought Fancy was fire.
1: <laughs> I remember I had people close to me that didn't really like it. Oh, okay. But yeah. I thought Shut It Down was kind of a um, secret look into like how fire he is. Just on a softer note. Yeah. Like the song is a little long, but I thought he sounded great. I mean, the chemistry he had, unforgettable light up.
2: Oh, I got a funny story this about thank me later, how I heard it. Uh, <laughs> so I heard over, uh, I actually didn't hear it. My friend knew I liked, um, so far gone. He's like, yo man, did, have you heard over yet? I'm like over, hmm. uh, what is that one he and so i looked it up again Limewire, and um i heard over i I thought it was okay right but it kind of made me think like it was so different from so far gone i didn't think the album was gonna be like how i wanted it to be so then um i went to uh point guard college you remember that yeah so i went to point bar point guard college and um this dude told me He's like, yo, man, you hear the new Drake? I was like, nah, I thought it comes out like in two weeks. He's like, nah, man, it's it's already online. That's when I first knew stuff got leaked, right? Drake is the only reason I knew stuff got leaked. So he he was like, yeah, man, I already heard the whole album. I was like, how would you do that? (laughs) So, you know, he, he showed me um, he, well, he told me how to, like, type it in, like, what to type in after, like, I think it was Mediafire at the time, was how you got oh, the legal dude, stuff. Oh, dude, I
1: remember Mediafire. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah, man, just,
2: just put in Drake Mediafire, it'll come up. So I did it. And I, <laughs> the first song I heard, the problem was it was, like, jumbled. It wasn't in order, like the album was, right? Yeah. And then um, Miss Me was, like, a different version of Miss Me. Like, there was no Wayne on Miss Me it, on the one I heard at first, and then um, I think "Shut It Down" didn't have the other part that Drake comes back at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The "lay you down" part, mm-hmm. like when they, yeah. So that wasn't there, and then the Lil Wayne wasn't on "Miss Me." Um, so even though the even though "Miss Me" had already come out, I think though I think he already dropped "Miss Me" with Wayne, but he wasn't on this leaked version. And uh, I heard "Unforgettable" first, man, and I was i was like man this album is gonna be so fire
1: so many hits
2: oh and fireworks was different uh alicia keys like actually sang the hook in the original one
1: yeah yeah
2: i still i still have that one that alicia was nice on the hook too i don't know why i like drake's version though too but uh yeah man uh, (laughs) ever since then man drake started me with the illegal leak downloads too
3: yeah
1: Drake, he was, I'll say the first hit I remember from him, like, with his name being attached to it, even though there's a lot of other artists, but, uh, forever.
3: Mm -hmm. I remember forever
1: being, like, even though, you know, Kanye killed it, everybody killed it, pretty much, but Drake was still the stand, like, it was his song. Yeah. And that song, and keep in mind, that song, like, dominated radio while he was getting clowned for fucking uh, spraining his leg. Right. For falling off the stage.
2: Yeah. He was the, the true OG is,
1: of falling off the stage.
2: Right. And the crazy thing is, Forever, that was the second version. Because, you know, the there was one with just him and Wayne on his mixtape. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, that second one came out, and that one was huge. And no one ever talked about the mixtape one, but once that big one came out, man, it, you're right. Drake still owned it. Like it didn't matter who else was on there; it was Drake's right. song. Drake had the hook, and you know that he had the first line. He started it out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was big. And then the LeBron thing was this big. That LeBron movie that right. they you know say they made it for, even though Drake already made it for. So. Yeah, man. Shout out to Drizzy. So far gone back 10 a years.
1: A lot of good music came from Drizzy.
2: <sighs> yeah, man. So much. <laughs> yeah, I I can't imagine I can't imagine someone being a more prolific hip-hop artist than Drake. Like ever. The, the like,
1: consistency. Yeah I don't think there's Even with like Jay-Z's been around A long time But Jay-Z had some Duds Like in his cat- In his catalog
2: Jay-Z has those Albums where Only Jay-Z fans Like that. Right, album Right Right <laughs> Yeah it's like Okay You must like Jay-Z That's why you like this album yeah, cause Drake, This album is not good Right
1: Drake is not limited to that And I think Drake has Been the most consistent Even when he drops Projects that are considered like lesser for his standards, they yeah. still dominate. Every they're Correct. on everyone's iPod, they're in everyone's car, they're in every turn up or party, like they're everywhere. Deservingly mm-hmm. so.
2: Yeah. Do you like do you really care if Drake doesn't write his music? His lyrics? Honestly, no. I don't I don't either. And the, the thing is it's it's misleading because Drake definitely has a say in his lyrics. Yeah, that, it's not like that's someone just the, hands him a sheet of paper. The problem ready.
1: is, when I feel like when they say a uh, certain artist doesn't write, mm-hmm. it becomes like a, oh, he just fucking sits there while somebody makes a song for him.
2: Right, and that's not so true like, at all. There's, that does not happen. Maybe it
1: happens to... You know some of the the more of like a joke like the bad bobbies and whatever but
2: yeah writing has become such a broad word because if like um trying to think of an example um uh like if if a song samples another song who made the original song is a writer on that song yeah So, so that i mean that takes Writing to a whole nother level, like it's not even about this song anymore. At that point, you know, um, it's just about everyone who makes a noise on that on that song is a writer. Um, so that's really not fair to say. And the other thing is, the only thing I think Drake gets assistance on is his like his melodies, like his cadence when he's rapping. Yeah, that's the only thing I think Drake gets help on. And I don't think he, I still think he does it, but I think that guys help him with that. If there's something that I think Drake truly doesn't do, it would be that. I think someone says, yeah, rap it like this, though. And then Drake says, okay, yeah, 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 I like that. I like how you're doing that. And then Drake writes the lyrics to that. But then that person is a writer who just told him how to say say the words. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't really hold that, like, it's not that big of a deal to me because I've never looked on an album and seen just one person's name on the writing other than, like, Prince. (laughs) No one else, I think, I've ever looked on there and saw no other name in the writing credits. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know, and there's only one Prince, so it doesn't really matter the other stuff. Like, everyone does the same thing. So I'm, I don't hold too much weight on it. Some people do, and some people say it affects his legacy, but it really doesn't. Because I think the people who are really Drake fans don't care about it. And Drake's demographic doesn't care about writing that much. Yeah,
1: man, I, I think he's impenetrable at this point. Yeah. In terms of like just how much popularity he has, how much people will listen to his music.
2: Yeah. And he's been the best for so long. That's what I'm
1: saying. That, the consistency is wild.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, and the, the, it was a seamless transition from Wayne being the best rapper to Drake being the best rapper, and like it hasn't changed right. <laughs> since then. Wayne with Carter Three, Wayne was the best rapper. I didn't think anyone would ever be better than Wayne. Like from now on, and then like two years later, Drake automatically was the next best rapper like just like when the young money album like you said with bedrock that album just passed the torch to drake and drake just took it from there and was the best ever since then it seems like you know everyone has a good season you know it's like lebron he's the best player in the nba but he doesn't win mvp every year you know um that's kind of how it is drake really could be mvp every year like people say lebron could be mvp every year but he's not so yeah man um that was a good drake talk we needed that drake a little reminiscing. Um, yeah what else what else we got as far as uh music news anything
1: um i, I got a little personal thing that i wanted to throw out uh I had a couple of people argue with me, and this was, uh, you know. <laughs> what is it? I want to say it the right way. I know T.I. has been kind of a joke the last, like, four, maybe even five-plus years. <laughs> Basically, uh-huh. since No Mercy, I think T.I. has kind of been a joke. As far
2: as his rap career, yes. you mean? Okay, yeah, but to
1: to disregard his King um, Ti versus Tip and Paper Trail,
2: yeah, please, listeners, do not sleep. Oh, don't Ti sure. was like that. And the other thing is, I like those new albums. I like No Mercy and I like uh, Trouble Man. Mm. I like those, but the thing is, dime trap didn't to... hit you like that. No. <laughs> what, what? And what's the one with um, with uh, the um, man, what's his? I forgot his name. Jeffrey. <laughs> what is his name? Jeffrey. <laughs> um. Wow. Anyway, the ain't about um. Ain't about the money, that song. Oh, Young Thug? Young Thug. I forgot <laughs> Young Thug's name. Uh, Paperwork you talking about? That album. I didn't like that album. No, nobody liked that album. That album was trash. He just wrote that one single to death. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the only song I remember of it. No, I liked one other song on there. But the other the other two albums and then the new one I didn't like. The other two ones though. I like those. But the thing is, when you listen to T.I., you have to know you're listening to T.I. Like, you can't switch from Drake and say, okay, I'm going to hit some T.I. Now, you got to, like, you know, put your T.I. filter on your ears. I think
1: think Paper Trail uh, is more than just T.I.
2: Oh, no, Paper Trail was a classic. Paper Trail,
1: he did something with Paper Trail that, I mean... I could have told you when Paper Trail came out he's never going to replicate this.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. He his choice of features to me was like his biggest It was so clutch. Yeah, that that saved Not, it didn't save it, but that really made Paper Trail to me was his choice of features. Like the songs that he has the features on that were like legendary. Like no one else could have did those features. Oh. Um the uh Rihanna song, um, Live Your Life. Yeah. That's it, it right? Yeah. Yeah, no nobody else. Nobody else could have been on there. The um Dead and Gone, Justin was perfect. Uh, Slideshow. And then Swagger like Us, the Kanye and Wayne, like he picked the perfect features for all those mega hits. I like and whatever you like was just
1: yeah, I like some of the subtle ones. Like Usher was nice. Fire. Uh, Ludacris and B.O.B. were a really nice touch, too. Fire. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's classic. And, and T.I. versus T.I.P., to me, was his, his best project, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I know, objectively, the answer is Paper Trail, but I just had more fun listening to T.I. versus T.I.P., I think. hmm Yeah, man, it just really hurt. I don't know why, but... Maybe it's because I grew up listening to a lot of a lot of his music. Yeah, but it really bothered me that people thought he was just garbage. Like,
3: I understand <laughs> if garbage? you say
1: twenty ten, you know, after twenty ten, I can understand that. But if you just uh, just say that Ti has always been garbage, like that's flat out incorrect.
2: Nah, yeah, he's definitely not garbage. Nah, it, like I said, I think people listen to ti like they're listening to just like another person in that era like yeah. he's not in this era anymore and i you know i think that might be his downfall he hasn't really adjusted to the era that well and um about the money with young doug was like his best attempt at it but other than that man i think that's been his problem because then like like i was talking about with the features then he has Some wild features on paperwork. Skylar Gray. Like, come on, man. (laughs) See, I never want to hear you with Skylar Gray. Ever. Iggy Azalea. You know, he took her under his wing. And that song was hard, too.
1: But Why would um, you take Iggy Azalea under your wing? He did. (laughs) I know. know, No, you're right. I remember that.
2: It's those choices he made to try to, like, stay with the end. That's what kind of threw him off. But... You know, when you hear his lyrics, though, on paperwork, even on this Dime Trap, his lyrics have not... He hasn't lost his lyrical ability. It's just about, you know... Because features is such a big deal in music it now. Is. With people like DJ Khaled and DJ Drama making albums of only features. Like, features is such a major part. You know, Drake makes a living off being a feature. You know? Drake could not release the album probably for the next five years and still be the highest paid artist just from all the features people want him yeah, to do I believe it. so um you know ti yeah ti hasn't lost anything man he just needs to make some better choices and sometimes it's not his choice of course you know I didn't, some people just don't want to work with ti
1: i didn't hear his uh floyd mayweather
2: diss uh, oh oh Hey, it was... It's hard. All right, I like that. Got, I, I
1: gotta check that out.
2: Yeah, it, it, the thing is, it's not like a hit him up you know, it's not, like, bad. It's just, you know... You know how T.I. is. T.I. just seems like he just likes to talk to people and, like, teach everybody. Right. You know, he's a preacher. That's what he does on the diss song. It's really not a... To me, it's really not even that big of a diss. But... It's just what we've already knew about Floyd Mayweather, so um yeah, I won't maybe after you hear it I'll play it on here. Uh but um it's worth listening to for sure. Yeah man, shout out to T. I though. Uh I just I don't, wanna give him we some, don't love, give some love on, on air. No mercy was hard though. Don't let anyone say no mercy was hard. I,
1: I agree. It was a sleeper.
2: Some of those, there was some songs on there I listened to a lot still, to be honest.
1: Another album that he really killed it with the features.
2: Oh, for sure. Get Back Up. My mom even used to like Get Back Up. Every time I got in the car, she would play that. (laughs) Uh, No Mercy was nice. Uh, Drake murdered Poppin' Bottles. It was, yeah, The Dream. I like him in The Dreams chemistry. Got Your Back Um, was
1: a flat out hit.
2: Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it, yeah.
1: Eminem song was nice
3: too.
2: Yeah, it was. It was. That that's the one that like I think ended up being the most popular. Yeah, from this album definitely.
1: Yep. You excited for to to kind of switch topics real quick? Uh, you excited for uh Offsets album supposedly dropping Friday?
2: No. <laughs> No, I am not. I wish I literally.
1: Uh, my tone to that no is exactly the same.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, I just couldn't nah. care less. <laughs> Who asked him to drop an album?
1: it has been in the works for year, not years, but a while.
2: Is it? This is this is his first album. I think so. Oh, okay. I forgot. It was, it was I guess supposed the to drop in 2018, movie. but... Yeah.
1: You know, that whole Cardi B stuff kind of fucked him up.
2: Cardi B better have a feature on that album. I know that.
3: <laughs>
2: I need one. I do need one. Even if it's a... Uh, <laughs> um, Like that Nikki and Meek song. Even if it's like that, I'll take it. I'm saying like even if it's a lovey-dovey song I'm cool with it yeah I'll take it I just want a song um okay we'll see what happens though that'll be interesting that's all I got man for today
1: yeah I think we can close it
2: out alright I'm gonna play your gym we'll be right back Oh,
1: What are you on? When you get up, uh, uh, uh.
5: what I know when you get. Up? All you want is my money, but do you respect it? I know what I meant for my nigga, I'm respected My life is for my people, they've been moving reckless Trap job lab, niggas working restless All you want is my money, but do you respect it? Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you?
2: Any last words for uh, episode 40?
1: Uh, No, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We look forward to bringing you another 40 episodes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I think you said it pretty much. Uh, What do you want for a throwback? uh, Since we talked about T.I. and Drake, you want to take it there? I like it. I'm down. Right, I'm going to do <laughs> Since we talked about no mercy. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys for episode 41 coming soon. Thanks for listening. Hey, my
0: section in the club. you more ready go, okay. Doing his At a club on the phone Couch, Rick James is a nigga. Pop a bottle, make thing Let her drink it till it it, she drown. At a girl go wild. Pop Hey Pop a cork I may retort. I ball just as hard tomorrow as the day before. I pop bottles, but I don't pour. Say the glasses, guys. We ballin' on the budget. Fuck it, you, let your glasses rise. I'm straight to the head with mine. Why you actin' surprised? As any who know me, all I do is smash and ride. Buckets of buffalo, shake it up and let it splash in the eye. Ain't no subtraction, only cash to divide. We get money. Bankroll, superstar. Weather, well, rain, sleep, sunny. Let the good time roll and the bottle it keeps coming. Give me rosé